Want to make a podcast? Use Anchor. Anchor is a platform that will help you record, edit, add music and transitions to give your podcast the most professional feel possible. And that's not all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Anchor, your one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. Hello, welcome back to the Sam Matt Antics podcast. He's Matt, I'm Sam. He was on the radio earlier, and I wasn't, and that's just the way it is. Hang on, wait, what? On the radio? What yeah, you were on BBC Radio 1 earlier, weren't you? Oh, sick of that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was Francis the Train Guy. Oh yeah, that's right, I do apologise, I do apologise. Like, I get you to mixed up all the time. <laughs> I'm still getting messages from people saying, but are you Francis the Train Guy? And so you should. Your content is really good and people engage with it. And just to confirm that we can finally put this to rest, I was at work earlier today and he was out train spotting live on the radio. So I got many people from my workplace that can vouch that I was there. So that's it's not me. But, but will they though? Will, will they be able to vouch? Or, or, yes. or have you just, you know... Paid them off in chocolate or something. Well, I said I'd give them tones instead of chocolate, to be honest, but, you know. Okay, that sounds like Francis. We are are back with episode number eight. We are, we are. And that spooky season is upon us. Spooky. Ooh. It's Halloween, Sakura. It is. Do 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 you like Halloween? I used to like Halloween when I was at uni and stuff because everyone would get dressed up and it would be like a proper event. Um, but as you get older, it just becomes more of a excuse to watch scary movies and um, carve pumpkins and stuff. And, you know, everyone had, like, down here, there's a farm um, that has, like, a pumpkin picking. And every year my social media is just flooded with couples, with people with children, just going to this one farm and taking a photo shoot with a load of pumpkins. Which is cute, but, you know, not cute when you're alone, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just get a tiny violin out. Well, I can't actually, because I'm in the same boat. So it <laughs> doesn't really help. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's really cool. Um, to, like, I do really like Halloween. And Halloween for me kind of marks that little transition before the, the start of the Christmas period. Um, yeah. So like... I know this, this tradition I had, I've had for a couple of years now is um, after Halloween, so on the 1st of November, I always watch um, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like the perfect transition into Christmas for me. Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. Took a while. Let, yeah. let, we'll, we'll, we'll do the other intro bit in a minute. You're watching Christmas movies on the 1st of November. Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Christmas movie per se. But it has a Christmas in the title, does it not? Yes, but you can't watch it right. at Christmas. Get in the bin. Get that TikTok. Oh my Get that TikTok video of me and the bin, and you need to watch it, son. Because we're going to have an argument here, right? Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Christmas movie. Yes, Christmas is in the title, but it is a Halloween film. It is literally 
they sing a song entitled This is Halloween. So Was that I, in Harry Potter as well? No, they had frogs croaking and singing. This like, is Halloween, this is Halloween. That's not before Christmas. <laughs> no, it's Harry Potter. It's definitely not Harry Potter. Okay, well let's uh I think we should leave that conversation there, Sakura. Um, I don't think Christ. about Christmas until the twenty fourth of December, so there we go. You what a sad little life, Jane. <laughs> you don't think about Christmas and you miss the whole Christmas build up, going to Christmas markets, like having Bailey's got, hot chocolate. I've got no one to go to a Christmas market with. You can go by yourself. No, because that's sad and lonely. Only if you hang around where the children go and want to sit on that Santa's lap, but you don't. Okay, well, let's just. That. <laughs> so, how have you been this week? Uh, this week, I've been good. I've been good. Um, obviously, we do have a confession. Do we? Yes. We. I wasn't ready for this. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we have gone a bit overboard on the old TikTok, and um, oh. <laughs> we've been spamming the accounts however the problem is i've obviously got my personal tiktok uh and then matt's got matt's got one with me to do for the podcast and my i started both accounts on the same day so both accounts started being active on the same day however my account is doing better than the, the podcast yes now right okay so this really annoys me yes because this means that you are more popular than the podcast and myself so people either hate me or just really love you or and just to quote your mother you're boring <coughs> i was the one that came up with the bridge over troubled water joke pun Sagaba, so that's true that's true but yes guys we are on tiktok and we are going to be very active um We've got some ideas for some duets and things as well in the pipeline, so be sure to drop us a follow and for the more exclusive Sam Antics content. Indeed. We actually did some the other day, didn't we, Sokora? And yeah, we've done um, some pre-recorded stuff, so there is going to be some of me and Matt together. It's a rarity. It is a rarity. It is a rarity. But Matt Iyer, moving on. Mm. How have you been this week? Oh, well... So, Gobba, so Gobba, where do we start? Um, where do we start? No, I don't know. Nothing has happened this week. Okay. Um, so I literally have nothing to report at all. I go to work, and then I come back from work, and then I go to sleep. That's pretty much it. So You've gone into a good routine, though, haven't you? Yeah, what, what do you mean, good routine? You got yourself into a routine, haven't you? Like, on your way home, you'll go to like pop into a shop, and then like you'll go home and you got your evening routine sorted. Um, watching the bill, the food and stuff. Ah, that is very true, Zagora. That is very true. I love the bill. The bill is the one of the greatest programs ever. I'm gonna really, really upset you and bump myself further down your friend list. Go I've on. Never seen, I've never seen the bill. What? I've, I've never seen the bill. Guys, you've reached the end of the Sam Antics podcast. I'd like to thank you for hanging in there with us. And uh, you've never watched an episode of the bill? Not one episode. 
Shall I get? Shall I put myself in the bin? Just watch the TikTok available now on at Sauma Antics and um, watch it yourself. I will watch it myself. Uh, I'm just gonna. Shall I watch it right now? If you've got it to hand, I will watch it right this very second. Now, just for the Halloween special, we are going to cross over to Matt Dyer's island in spooky stories with Matt. This is new, isn't it? Matt Dyer doesn't normally do stories. Um, the first one I hear, have here is, um, well, it's not really a story. It's just a sentence. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, still spooky. Spooky stories. Uh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Spooky story. So I'll do some spooky music, you know. Actually, I can't do that because uh, I can't do scary music and and talk at the same time. But you get the idea. Um, so, Sakura, my wife woke me up last night to say there was an intruder in the house. But my wife was murdered by an intruder three years ago. <gasps> oh, spookiness. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hopefully they'll get a little bit better, Sigurd. I do apologise for the fingers um, crossed. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's hope so. Um, this uh, this next one, Sigurd, is mm. entitled "The Puppy in the Basement." Um, now, I do have to make you aware that I am going to say the word "mummy" quite a lot in okay. this in this. Uh, paragraph or so so please do not read anything into that um i will try not to it's just for the the story so um here we go okay mummy told me never to go in the basement but i wanted to see what was making that noise and i wanted to see the puppy so i opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit I didn't see a puppy, and then Mummy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mummy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then Mummy told me never to go in the basement again, and she gave me a cookie. That made me feel better, so I didn't ask her why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or why he had no hands or feet. Oh, I, I'm all spooked out. <laughs> that was better than the last one. So there we go. So that was, um, well, according to the person that wrote this in, uh, they found this on Reddit, which I believe you are you are a fan of Reddit, Sir Gobert. I'm a big fan of Reddit. And they they said it was super creepy. Oh, did you did you find it super creepy? <laughs> um, probably got to about cree in creepy, but it didn't quite get the full you know creepy factor. Well, so Grubba, let us see. Anyway, um, go and proceed. This one, so Grubba, is called nunchucks. Nunchucks. Yes, nun as in. A nunnery. Like, like a nun. Like a nun, yeah. <laughs> and 
and Chucks as in Chuck Norris. Right, okay. Yes. Um, so here we go. As I said, this is called Nunchucks. When my daughter was two, I found her twirling paper towel tubes tied with twine in the air. I asked her what she was doing. She said she was practicing her nunchucks. I was very confused as she had no way of knowing what they were. I asked her what she meant and she said that Adam had told her how to make them and showed her each night how to use them. She went on to say that Adam told her to practice because she may need to know how to defend herself someday. I almost freaked out, but asked her what Adam looked like. She said he was tall, blue eyes. She said, Mummy, you know how he looks. You know him. He died of a headache. Oh, God. I don't oh, know. I had to leave the room. You see, four months before she was born, my tall, blonde, blue-eyed martial arts instructor had died of a brain hemorrhage at the age of 27. She has not spoken to him since that day, so I'm not sure if I scared her with my reaction or if she had completed her lessons. This is all scary, Sigmaroff. That was more scary. That was more like creepy, spooky. That was quite a good one. But I've got a question. Do you think that she completed her lessons or did Adam just not return? Did he get scared off? Well, it's a very good question, Sigmaroff. Unfortunately, I don't have the answer. <laughs> I would imagine. No, like, like, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think she completed her lessons? Do you think that she's now ready to defend her family probably but i mean i mean, I mean the paper towels are probably not going to do much but she might give us some actual nunchucks i wouldn't i wouldn't trust a two-year-old if not i wouldn't trust myself with nunchucks let alone oh she's been trained by uh by the ghost <laughs> well there we go Sagrava. that was uh that was nunchucks uh, now the next one, Sagora. I've uh, I've pre-read I've pre-read this one, and okay. um, let's just say you are in for yeah. On the creepy scale, we are going we're going eight and a half, nine out of ten now. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. This one is called the chair. Um, now we're not talking about the chair as in the jump in the Grand National. We're we're talking, uh, you know, a a, a chair that you sit, sit that you sit on, yes. <laughs> okay. And um, not a horse jumping fence. That's good to know. <laughs> I just one has to know these things. Um, good for the clarity. Got it. Can I just say as well that the sister's name is Betsy, so I don't know how old this story actually is. Because do you know any Betsy's? No, I don't. I know the expression heavens to Betsy, but, you know. <laughs> Who is Betsy? Okay, fair enough. I have no idea. Well, let's read on, Sagora. Would you like me to do some spooky music to go with it? You go for it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> when, 
When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard, but our favourite thing was the ghost. We called her Mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. <laughs> Some mornings Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstand we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied, watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch the chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd managed to move it all the way into the centre of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with the woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the centre of the room. Ooh. That was a good one, Sekar, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. Oh. I've got a question for you, though. Oh. <laughs> I love how you were like, oh, that was, that was a good one. Oh. oh, I've got a question for you. <laughs> Go on. Do you believe in ghosts? Is that something you believe in? Um... I don't know. Okay. I I tell you a quick story, Sokobro, and I'm not sure okay. if I've actually told you this or not. Mm. Um, so in my room, actually next to me at the moment, I have the two funeral service booklets of both my granddads. Yeah. Um, now, last year for Christmas, as a thank you gift from my workplace. Yeah. I nearly said the name, but I'm not going to, because, you know, yes. hashtag ad. Um, we got given, uh, we were able to choose, like, a load of gifts from the, from, like, a website. Well, you could, I say a load of gifts. You could choose one gift from a load yeah. of different options. Um, now, I chose a security camera. Um, it's one of those ones that, like, follow, like, it has motion sensor built into it. Um, okay, yeah. Anyway, so I, I obviously I don't really have used for using it. Um, so I come across it the other day, um, and I thought, well, I'll just I'll just quickly see how it works and everything. So I, I downloaded the app and everything, and and yeah. started um, going through it. Anyway, it needed charging, so I left it. Um, I plugged it into charge, and then I kind of forgot about it, and and got really tired so I went to bed so it was still charging when this happened okay. I woke up the next day and checked my phone and my phone had like it had 
basically when the motion capture thinks it's detecting something, it instantly yeah. records it and follows it around oh the room. Okay. Okay. That's really cool. Um, so I woke up and... It was about two o'clock in the morning and the camera was facing my door um, and it, the, I mean, the, you can't see anything, but the camera then pans to um, the shelf in which these two funeral booklets are held God. and it, it doesn't zoom in like that those particular two items it like adjusts the image so it's a lot clearer than the other things on the shelf yeah um almost as if like it's my granddad's way of telling me that they're like looking down and looking over me nice, um yeah. and that, when i saw that in the morning that scared the shit out of me so i'm not gonna lie <laughs> fuck it hell i was like what is going on um so oh. yeah i i don't know whether i believe in them or not i thought that maybe once before i had seen my uncle but yeah i don't know whether what, it's why you, well, you want to share that story or no okay that's fine but also as well you have to remember that those sort of things are are you know, kind of our imagination as well. Like when I was, do you remember yeah. the mental health episode and I was telling you about my dream um, yeah. of being on the train? Yeah. So obviously I know what you look like. I know what Glenn and Ash and my friend Adam and, and, and Josh looks like. Because um, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I see you guys, I see you or videos of you, Snapchats, whatever, like every day. But when it came to my uncle, it's like, I can kind of visualize what I remember seeing him like, like yeah. um, when we went to that trip at Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm, as I'm talking now, I'm looking at the picture of him still outside center court because it lives on my desk now. Yeah. Um, but when you're looking at, when I was looking at him sitting at the table in the dream, like he wasn't what like the movies portray as a ghost looks like. A ghostly figure. Yeah. Yeah. It was just him like in in 3D but not quite in color no I like um grayscale I can I can I, I get you I get what you mean yeah so I've never other than those things I've never seen anything I've never felt like I've seen anything or that I'm amongst something if that makes sense yeah um so, Cropper, do you? What about you? Do you do you believe in ghosts? Um, I do. If I'm, yeah, I, I I genuinely and wholeheartedly do believe that there is like another um sort of ghostly side to the world that we don't really know 100 percent about. Yeah. Um, just because of things that I've seen or experienced, like for example, you know, I um, you know, when you're a kid. Yes. Um, and when you're a kid, you don't really like being home alone or, um, yeah, you don't really like that feeling. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then sometimes something happens and you get utterly terrified and like, it's not more, not just like, cause I feel like when you're an adult and you get scared, like 
you get scared. Like maybe you get shivers down your spine or something. But when you're a kid, you get that whole like body feeling of terror. Mm. I have had that like when I was alone in Max's house. Um, and yeah, I just felt like I wasn't alone in their house. And was it an older house? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have had like ghost people come into the house before and everyone, every single one they've had in has said that, yeah, your house is on a like, a, like a gateway kind of thing. Um, but they only told me this after I had been there alone. I think my ex was like going to a gig or something. And when we were staying up their house sitting or something like that, um, and I, when she got back, I said to her, I really did not feel comfortable. I felt really scared. Um, I felt like I wasn't alone in the house. Every room I went in was empty. Um, mm. <clears throat> so, yeah. And I know, I like, because of that feeling and that um, that kind of... It's, a, it's the energy, isn't it? Like, there's like a strange yeah. energy. Yeah, and I know a lot of people when they like claim about ghost stories and stuff, it's just like a draft or something like that. That hmm. the feeling that you're not alone, and not just that you're not 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 just that you're being watched, but the feeling that you're not alone is something that is hard to shake and hard to kind of objectify, I guess. Yeah. Um, so what you're supposed to do when you're fearful of being haunted while you sleep is like sleep the Bible under your bed. So I've, I sleep with a Bible in my like bedside table. Okay. Um, I have done, to be honest, I have done that since I was like sixth form. So like 17, 18. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing is like, <clears throat> another thing is like, I've watched a couple of like documentaries and programs, more spiritualist ones to kind of get a further understanding for it. Yeah. Um, in one of them, there was a woman who she went white, I think it was like white water rafting, is it called? Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And she slipped on she slipped out of the boat and under the water and she hit her head on the rocks oh, over the surface um but she couldn't obviously bring herself out because she knocked herself out hmm. so she was under the water and she drowned um and she she was like medically like she dead she was dead medically um and when they brought her round um she was in the hospital and they'd made her um they'd, they'd made her breathe again and they'd got all the water out of her lungs and she said to everyone after that everyone that came and talked to her and everything she said to them that when she died she was in this kind of room that was just bright white and bright white light and her grandmother was there and her grandmother was kind of there and talking to her. But 
while she was obviously dead between um, hitting her head, drowning, being brought out of the water into an ambulance, over through to the hospital, and then being resuscitated. Mm. She was in this, like her spiritual body or whatever you want to call it, was yeah. in this room with her grandmother. And before she got turned, before she obviously got brought back to life, her grandmother said, um, it's not your time. And she said, oh, what, what, what do you mean it's not my time? Um, and she said, you're needed down there. It's not your time to come with me through over the threshold. Mm-hmm. And she claims to have seen this so vividly. And you think, oh, it's just one person, but it's not. There are reports of people all over the world having similar experiences. Um, but it's because, I think personally, it's because they are they are dead. Mm. Um, but we've brought them back to life with our modern science. Because, like, you know, before the new, before that new world and everything of, of, of with our medicine, mm. um, she would have died, wouldn't she? She wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wouldn't have survived that. So, I don't. And I, I, also, on on like the documentaries and stuff, there was reports of people um, in hospital. Like you know, you know, as you're falling to sleep, you're in that kind of like half sleep. Yes. Yeah. Um, there are people that claim to have sort of been feeling in that state before they, were, as they were getting resuscitated, like. Um, and they claimed that they had their whole, all their ancestors around the bed near them. And for me, obviously, as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I, I don't have any grandparents anymore um, I, on either side of my family. So for me, it's a comfort to think that they are around me and, and within reaching distance, um, even if I can't see them. Uh, so, so good, Rob. we've got uh, one more story and then a couple of really short, well, like sentence-based ones. Okay. Um, so this one is entitled The Ghost at Home. Okay. I'll try not to go into a northern accent when I'm doing this one. <laughs> Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch her. Capture? No, that's not even. That's not even the word that's there, Matt. Come on. <laughs> You've got this. You've got this. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realised my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at at the bar in the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings. Someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone lying on my nightstand right where I'd left it. There was nobody else in the house on that night. Okay, that is creepy. That's, yeah, creepy. Certified. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's, uh, imagine having to like walk back into the house, like 
yeah, her mindset is she's walking to the house, she's throwing her keys down on the on like a like side table or something, and then she's sorted herself out. Maybe she's gone to grab like a glass of water because uh, she's been drinking, and then she goes into her bedroom to get changed into something more comfortable, and then as she turns on the light, she looks straight at her nightstand, and there is her phone. Her phone that had been answered by a low raspy giggle. No. What is I don't what is a low raspy giggle? Is this? <clears throat> Here we go. Here's live reenactment. <laughs> okay, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> um Okay, so of course, so we got um, just three sentence-based ones uh, to end my segment. Um, okay. The first one is this: What could you be putting in sentences that are terrifying? We've got no more cheese in the house. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. There's no chocolate. <gasps> no. The internet's gone. No, no. no. How am I going to listen to the Sound That Antics podcast, which is available every Monday at 7 a.m.? Use the internet on your phone, 4G. That is it's very true, Zagor. Very true. Right, ready? I'm ready. Mummy. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. You're, you're 26 years old, man. Yeah, but I've been called daddy too much in my life for that not to be funny. <laughs> Oh my god. Mummy, the man at the top of the stairs says you should leave. Right, I've got to fuck no, right, I've got to say this right now. Okay. Kids are terrifying. Kids are terrifying. Like I know like the pure innocence of children is really cute, blah blah blah. And like we're both people that we're both men that do want kids in the future. The one bit I'm not looking forward to is Daddy, there's 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 someone at the end of the bed that says, you have to go. No, thank you. No, I'm done. No. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm I'm really hoping that's not going to be happening, Sigur, if I'm honest. But um... you know, like kids, you know how kids have imaginary friends? Do you think they're just ghosts? Probably. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, unsubscribe. No, no thanks. Unsubscribe. Not from Unsubscribe. the Sam Antics podcast, I hope. Uh, uh, no, just from, you know, the whole creepy children bag. This is just not, not for me. <laughs> you thought that one was uh, freaky, so here's the next one. Oh, go on. I woke up to hear knocking on glass. At first I thought it was the window until I heard it again come from the mirror. Imagine, right, imagine some psych psychotic alternative universe where actually mirrors are a gateway to another realm. The like, nub to be honest, that is what people say. People say that mirrors are gateways and, and um, like people, like, you know, for want of a more technical term, ghost people say, <laughs> say that the mir mirrors are like gateways and that, that's how people that have passed over the threshold can see us. Um, however, I'm just going to say right now, so I'm about to purchase a like full-length standing mirror because I'm 
tall as fuck and the only mirror that i've got in my flat is over my like sink well you are 10.8 bananas tall so i i am i am uh, that is six foot eight in uh, fuck boy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like the idea of having a mirror in my room that is facing like my bed basically my brain doesn't like me so if i wake up in that half sleep can i just say very quickly that is the perfect analogy for mental health i've ever heard <laughs> my, brain, my doesn't brain doesn't like me that describes it so well <laughs> it kind of does but yeah like my brain doesn't like me so if i wake up in that half sleep and it's like early morning so there is a little bit of shadows being cast and i look and like in my tired state look at mirror and think there's a demon behind me and then i turn around and it's just my headboard you know I, I don't like it like you've seen my childhood home every mirror that i've ever owned has been away so you can't see it from the bed but in my room now there's no way that i could actually have it without seeing it from the bed oh so dear we are in trouble oh dear we are in trouble argus <laughs> filch there thank you oh, okay. <laughs> My cat. You've murdered my cat. You've murdered my cat. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll, I'll kill, kill you. Argos. Argos. Oh, is it Argus or Argos? It's not Argos. It's not a shop. It's Argus. Oh, I thought it was Argos. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't go stealing my pens now. <laughs> oh. So I've got one last um, sentence for you. Okay, yeah, go for it. There's nothing like the laughter of a baby unless it's 1am and you're home alone. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, that's horrible. Stop it. <laughs> I can't cope. <laughs> so there we go, Sir That has been the Matt Dyer short stories halloween spooky special oh, deep in horror yeah we got it would you would you like the uh would you like me to end on a um spooky music transition i would i would love it please proceed okay <laughs> It's now time to get back to normal service as we go over the Bridge Obanta or the Bridge Over Troubled Water, if you will, um, as we go to see our friend Sarah Cropper, as we go to our segment, Storytime with Sam. I'll go around, everyone. It's time for the Halloween special Storytime with Sam. Now, uh, I'm not going to lie. Reddit is not the place to go if you want Halloween stories or spooky stories that are good. Um, it's just not been the best week. But just to um, almost confess of how long I've been searching Reddit for, uh, I've actually found five stories, my dad. Five? <laughs> okay. Yeah, five stories. Um, like I said, I don't want to go into how long I've spent on Reddit. It, at one point, 
I think my Reddit, like you know how your iPhone gives you those screen like time and breaks down which apps you've been in and stuff. Mm. Pretty sure Reddit has overtaken Facebook. <laughs> yes. Uh, so anyway, without further ado, Matt Dyer, here are your options. Am I the arsehole for inviting my friend over without telling her that I've been contacting ghosts? Okay. Am I the arsehole for insisting that my husband wear a co- oh, Okay, that's costume, not condom, Sam. <laughs> what's, what's going on? I don't know. Where, I don't know why I read condom then. It's, Sorry. It's As if you just started the, com- the A segment. Am I the arsehole for asking my... <laughs> For insisting that my husband wear a condom to a Halloween party. I just... <laughs> you should always practice safety in the workplace. I'm and... sorry? <laughs> and at home. Yeah, but don't go, go around wearing condoms to the Halloween parties. Only get them out when you need them. Same goes for your penis. Only get it out when you need it. <laughs> and that is Sex Education, brought to you by Sam and Matt <laughs> Oh. Am I the arsehole for insisting that my husband wear a costume to a Halloween party? Am I the arsehole for dressing like a co-worker for Halloween? Am I the arsehole for refusing to remove a scary welcome mat from outside my door? And the final one, would I be the arsehole for being a plague doctor at Halloween? So which one would you like first there, sir? Oh, let's go with the... Um... The what was it? The the uh, the second one. The the costume colleague. Oh, the am I the asshole for dressing like a co-worker for Halloween? Yes. Okay. Here we go. So I've been working at a company for about five years. I made friends with this one guy specifically. Let's call him Greg. Go, Greg. Yeah, Greg does some great sausage rolls, I hear. <laughs> Brilliant. Fantastic. Greg and I hung out quite a bit outside of work. He was on the company softball team with me, and we had barbecues together and, you know, all that fun stuff. Oh, lovely. Greg had a very specific look. Right. He had a shaved head, a huge beard and moustache, and always wore those checkered vans. So, like, you know, the, um, like, chessboard bands? Um, yes. The, the black and white chessboard, che- like, looking bands. Oh, sorry. When you said vans, I was thinking, like, Mercedes Sprinter style. Like Ford Transit. No. Oh, he doesn't wear transits on his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Greg? Exactly. Sorry. Okay, moving on. Um, about four years ago... Our company had a Halloween costume contest. The day before the party, I decided to go as Greg. So I went to a magic shop and got a legitimate fake beard and (laughs) moustache. Like the real hair ones. I shaved my head and bought the exact same vans that he always wore. My God. So I showed up the next day to work, dressed as Greg. Full beard, moustache, shaved head, shoes, you know, the full nine. And I'm not kidding, people were genuinely mistaking me for him. And it happened all morning. Then Greg gets to work. He sees me dressed as him, and people start talking to him about my costume. 
he awkwardly poses for a picture with me and then proceeds to immediately leave work. He doesn't come back in for the rest of the day, but I won the costume contest. We have silver linings and all that, of course. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean carry on. Anyway, <clears throat> he didn't speak to me for a good six months after that. When we did start to talk, it wasn't the same as before. I could tell that he'd still held some resentment towards me. I then left the company a couple of years later and we haven't spoken since. I have reached out to, to him, but Greg hasn't responded. Admittedly, I am an extrovert and he is an introvert. In his eyes, I was probably making fun of him and he didn't like the negative attention from our co-workers. Sorry to uh, interrupt yeah. here. Uh, what is a... Ex, ex, extrovert. extrovert and an introvert so yes an extrovert is someone that is very outward and very like the type of person that will just strike up a conversation with a stranger in a bar anywhere and is very much a lead um lead vocal point like in a group and an introvert is you and i who are very inward like like to keep themselves themselves sometimes oh, speak for yourself son Joking. I mean, show me the lies at the anywhere. They see themselves themselves, low profile, doesn't want to be the center of attention. Um, basically, yeah, they're, they're, they're like the polar opposite um, personality types. I see. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, in the eyes of the, so oh? basically, in the in the eyes of the um, poster, he's oh. trying. What he's trying to say is. Um, that he was just trying to look like him to go like sort of unconventional with the costume. Okay. Um, but he obviously then ends sort of asking, um, you know, so Reddit, am I the arsehole? Okay. So what do you think? Well, is he an arsehole for what he has done or is he not an arsehole for what he's done? What do you believe? I mean, I, I would... Um... I would probably say, I mean, Greg here should have asked, no, sorry, the person who did this should have asked Greg's permission. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds like maybe Greg is not very, um, I don't know what the word is. Not very, like, maybe, comfortable. Maybe... He's not very comfortable with the way he looks. Insecure. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Of course. That, that is obviously a possibility. Um, how long did you say? How long they didn't talk to each other? They didn't talk to each other for six months. Greg didn't talk to him for six months. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. You know, if he'd asked Greg and had that conversation, maybe Greg would have gone as him, and they'd had a good laugh about it. But what he's done is. In, you know, obviously this is my opinion, but I feel like this is it, it is almost a shot at Greg. It's like holding a mirror up to Greg and say, "Look, this is this is you. Um, this is how you look. This is how you dress. This is how you." It's it's almost are. taking the piss, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. It is almost just a kind of. It is just a step too far. Like I get some friendships. You do. I've got people that I just just tease and and rip into, and you know they do the same to me. Cause it's just the relationship we have. And there's people that 
I don't do that with like you for yourself, for example, we don't generally rip into each other unless we're in the group chat and Glenn's the victim. But <laughs> it's, Hashtag Glenn. it's just if they had that relationship and they had that friendship of being able to rip into each other, doing this isn't out of character. But for Greg to react in the way that he has, it shows they didn't have that friendship and it is out of character for him to have, you know, made this unsolicited shot towards Greg. Yeah. So I agree. I think I would chalk him up as the arsehole here. Um just because it's it's just a shot, I think. I really do think it's a shot. And they're going through the comments, they agree with what we've said, you know. Um I mean, saying, I... like the story bums me out because you are an asshole, a simple hey, how funny it would be if I'm dressing up as Chief Halloween sort of thing this is the point like if i i'm lucky enough with where i work i i mean i get on with 98 percent of the people in that company so yeah. if i uh, one of the warehouse guys uh, in the warehouse funnily enough um <laughs> alex is called if i went in to tomorrow to him and, and let's say halloween was on wednesday and not um yeah not, yeah, yeah. not today yeah. um if i said to him would you we were both going to the same halloween party would you mind if i go like dressed as you like that a hundred percent i don't think he would be saying actually no i i i, I wouldn't like that he would be he'd think it w- was funny and ha- would allow me but it's all to do with the fact that you need to ask first like yeah. i wouldn't dare do anything like that without asking them first like because it's you know it's almost it gets to the point where it's not laughing with them it's laughing at them. At them, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, it's just a bit of a it's quite a sad situation because the guys now ruined that friendship, and you know maybe Greg needed the friendship, needed him as a friend, and you know someone that he's trusted, someone that he considers a friend, has done that to him. So, yeah. Mm. Um, shall I move on to another story, Matt? Yes, what options have we got left? Uh, okay, so you've got, am I the arsehole for inviting my friend over without telling her that I've been contacting ghosts? Am I the arsehole for insisting that my husband wear a costume to a Halloween party? Am I the arsehole for refusing to remove a scary welcome mat from outside my door? Would I be the arsehole for being a plague doctor at Halloween? I would say go for one of the last two. Let's go for the um, the last one you read out. What was the last one you read out? <laughs> <laughs> would I the doctor. Be, would I be the arsehole for being a plague doctor at Halloween? Let's go for that. All right, let's get right in about it. Oh, just for those um, that maybe don't know what a plague doctor is. I was literally about to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a plague doctor is, um, at the time of the Black Death, they would go around and be the, the first, the front line treating um, people with back death, obviously. So they would wear big cloaks, they'd wear gloves, and um, they they had this very characteristic mask, which was almost um, had two two big um, eye holes and then a huge like beak coming out. Okay. Um, if you don't know what they are, then um, I Google it. But they are very. As soon as you see one, you, you know exactly what it is, sort of thing. It's it's, it's one of those, um, it's one of those like costumes, outfits now that is very recognisable. 
Okay. Okay, so. My boyfriend and I always dress up together at Halloween. Every year, we switch the person that chooses the theme of the costumes. This year, it is my boyfriend's turn. He never really had a Halloween when he was younger, and he never had a, like a spooky Halloween decorations in his house. And he didn't even have it for Christmas for that matter either. And I feel like he sort of missed out on quite a lot. This year, he chose Plague Doctors. And even though I believe it's a bit weird, I thought it'd be okay because, you know, it's Halloween and the stores were selling it. He wanted to dress up as a Plague Doctor for so long that I feel like we just have to do it. He never had the money to buy the costume growing up, so it's never really been an option before. I've talked about my boyfriend's choice to some people, and they've told me it was super inappropriate and I shouldn't do it, and I should feel ashamed. I do see the shame, but we will only be dressed up at a private party with my boyfriend's friends, and we'll maybe give out some candies to the neighbours who we know very well. But I don't want to upset upset anyone at all, and I was wondering how much of an arsehole would I be if I'd support my boyfriend in his first real Halloween costume that he's wanted to wear. What do you think? Hmm. Um. Well, uh, how how many how many years ago was that submitted, Superbar? That was actually submitted four days ago. Oh well, this, uh, this, so this is whoa, this whoa, is whoa, COVID. Whoa, 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 this changes the ball game, Superbar. This is um, the kicker. It is post. It's post COVID. I, I, yes, I would not. I would say no fucking way. Because COVID is not a thing that's that happened and has now gone away. Yeah. Like, it's very much still happening. You're right. We are living in a more COVID-aware world. We're living in a world where everyone is still wearing the masks and, and everyone is still making sure that they're washing their hands regularly, sanitizing, keeping distance. Um, to go as a plague doctor after actually coming out of one is a bit, is a little bit of a strange thing to to do. Um, but my other thing is, it's not dressing up as a doctor in full scrubs. You know, it, it's 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 a medieval outfit, and it's so like dated, if you like, that. It doesn't really have any connection to COVID. If he, like I said, if he went as like a doctor full scrubs, then I'd be like a bit insensitive, especially after what we've gone through for the last like, well, two years or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I feel like it's got nothing to do with COVID. So it's not. I mean, the timing could be better though. Like, I. Oh, yeah, time is everything. Maybe I would have said to my partner, actually, can you choose this year again? And next year I'll go with this. I just don't think it's very appropriate for this year. I mean, yeah, just have a com- more of a conversation say, look, I really, really want to do this. Can we put it as a future costume? And this year, can you pick something, you know, slight, maybe slightly more appropriate? Um, but there, there is a comment here that says, last year for Book Week Parade, my son went as a medieval plague doctor. We called it the original hazmat suit. And he was the only one dressed like that. So it really stood out from the superheroes and Harry Potters. There's a that, reason why anyone, there's only one person dressed as that. What that I've got more they, problem with. What were they thinking? We're calling it original hazmat suit. Oh so my you've God. You've now and gone twi- from... 
sorry, sorry, Robert, and that was last year, the yeah, height was, of the pandemic. Yeah, that was literally last year. You the know thing... what I'm going to say, don't you? I do know, I do know. And in fact, I'm not going to say it, but if anyone wants to know what I'm about to say, they should visit our TikTok, which is Salma Antics, and go to the one where I'm standing next to a bin. And pointing at it. And pointing at it quite aggressively. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, with this one, what you've done is you've gone from... I would actually argue, you know, almost supporting Doctor, then calling it original hazmat suit is just completely flipping the script. And that is just, yeah, no, been for you, love. Not happening. No, not happy with that. Inconsiderate asshole. Oh, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, like, like we said, timing's bad, but... This guy wanting to dress at this, I, I can't really see it. There's too much of a problem, to be honest. As long as, you know, he's not, like, going around trying to heal people that have got COVID, like, hear people coughing and go to them. Like, you know, you've got to be sensitive if you're wearing that costume. Mm. So, uh, so Robert, on, on the subject of Halloween costumes and parties and all that, okay. uh, let's say you had to go to a Halloween party tomorrow. Uh, is there any particularly particular character or theme Ooh. that you would go as? Oh, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I think like, I've got a friend that's a makeup artist, so I'd probably call on her to give me some zombie tips. makeup, or no, not even tips, just for her to like do like paint my face like oh. in a, like zombie makeup and get some fake blood, and maybe um, go and get a, a, a long sleeved t-shirt that are they they can then like rip up and stuff um so i think that would be quite a good that's probably what i would do um but i don't know it's it's, mm. a, it's a difficult one especially at a halloween party because if you're at a halloween party then you're just drinking like colored alcohol and and stuff you're getting really like hot and sweaty and i don't know makeup will kind of drip what about you? What would you do? I would go as Matt Dyer from the Sam Antics podcast, which is now available on all streaming platforms. Well, he is a modern day celebrity. He is. I've heard great things about him. I have as well. I've not heard a single bad word about him. Oh, other than, you know, from his own mother saying he's boring. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were going to make a comment like that. Um, uh, no, seriously, I, I, I mean, I don't, I've never been to a Halloween party. I don't get I don't get invited to many parties if I'm honest. So also, you know, for like the Halloween party and stuff, it's mainly around the drinking. Like you just drink funny coloured like alcohol and you don't drink. I mean, it just sounds awful. So Yeah, but you also play like you get like the Halloween. So Robert, you don't style. need alcohol to have a good time. You don't. You don't you don't. So why You're right, like... no, no, you're absolutely right. But I also don't wear clothes, but I still want to. Um... <laughs> yes but the difference is when i get on a bus i don't start drinking when you get on a bus you don't take your clothes off do you no because i bloody hope you don't anyway well depends what bus i'm on but it's more you don't it's the time and place for alcohol it's the same with obviously wearing clothes why are we discussing alcohol and being I naked don't, I... I don't know okay. let's just basically i don't I don't never been to a Halloween party. I don't know what I would go as. So back to the uh, story. Do you know what I think you should go as? 
if you say train spotter francis the train spotter i'm (laughs) ending this podcast with immediate effect francis the train spotter coming up now we have a 377 from little hampton southampton central well thanks to everyone for joining us for this week's sound (laughs) mathematics podcast we'll be back next week hopefully um can't promise and um don't forget we're available on all streaming platforms thank you All that's left to say is, judge you next week, guys. <laughs> so now that we've calmed down a little bit, we are actually going to leave it there. Yeah, we we thought we'd uh, we'd do our normal professional outro rather than uh, leaving it on that um, tomfoolery. Absolute tomfoolery. The audacity of these hosts, I tell you. Mm. But no, guys, thank you so much for listening. Obviously anyone that can send it around to your friends or anyone that wants to listen or you think would enjoy listening to the podcast, send it to them. It would be great if we could expand the little community thing we've got going on here. Now, Matt Dyer, if next week is too far away for these beautiful listeners we have, how can they still get their Sam Antics content? Well, Sokobert, that is a good question. We are available on our Instagram page, which is at Sam Antics. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we've now got a TikTok that we implore you to go and uh, have a look at the videos, drop us a follow, whatever. Um, that is also at Sam Antics. And if you really want to, you can send us an email to Sam Antics Podcast at gmail.com. Very good, very good. And like we say every single week, anyone that gets in touch with us, we are so grateful. And any listeners, we are so, so grateful for. But get in touch with us. We really enjoy your messages. Yeah, and all that's left to say is, chat to you guys next week. Bye!